0: join the resistance practice the conversation. David Jason. hey everybody welcome to pop culture continuum this is John Elliott. and this is Patrick Riccardi. we're back I
1: I actually forgot the name of the show
0: so I'm glad you were you're the one that says that that's yeah that's my most important job on this show. Uh, yeah, we, I guess we're like, this has kind of turned into a, uh, we do this podcast whenever we feel like it now, right? I guess. I, well, mean, I don't feel like doing it now, so I don't think that's true. That Well, yeah. Well, we we still do it, I guess I should say, just not on a weekly basis. Uh, there's really no payoff for us. Hmm.
1: For me? I mean. I heard you got a lot of money for it, just didn't share it.
0: Yeah, but money—you know—that's that's transient. Um. Well, yeah, we get to talk to each other, but that's about it. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, we haven't quit. I I thought about like updating the Facebook page to say oh, we're still doing it, but then I was like, oh, who cares?
1: And then people would be like, what are they
0: doing? I exactly, and I keep getting like these fucking notifications on face. I'm almost done with Facebook. I think I don't know. Well, Nancy Nancy Sinatra says to delete Facebook. Well, I do try to always follow Nancy Sinatra's rules for living. Why does she say to de- delete it?
1: I don't know. It was just a tweet that I somebody retweeted, and they're like famous people are asking you to delete. I, I guess it's a stretch to call her famous
0: at this point. But they're they're okay with Twitter. Yeah. Twitter might be worse. I think Twitter is worse. Although, as far as like the owners, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know too much about the Twitter.
1: Oh, that dude is a. I think he is worse for sure. That a
0: Jack douche. Dorsey guy. He's he's he seems like. Uh, I remember seen... back in the day seeing the Jack Dorsey trio. Nice. Jazz. Oh yeah,
1: that was his grandfather but, though. It um,
0: didn't it? Didn't really grow with him. Yeah. No, I'm sure... I mean, they're all kind of terrible. I don't know what... You know what? I just... There's, like, so many... Like, now I'm, like, not real friends, but Facebook friends with, like, musicians and stuff, and it's cool keeping up on, like, music-related stuff and comedy-related stuff on there, and, you know, the the few people that I don't talk to regularly other than there. But, yeah, it's getting... Wait, are we
1: talking about Facebook or Twitter now? Facebook. I don't even... Okay. Twitter... I, used... oh, I love Twitter. I use it
0: all the time. I use it more now than I ever did. No, nah, I really don't like it.
1: It's cracks me up, and then these viral things happen, and they crack me up, and people are really funny on there. But I can see you not liking it because there's lots of dark, dark, depressing parts of it.
0: Yeah, well, and it's also just like, I don't know. It's pissing in the wind, basically. Well, when you post something,
1: nobody comments on it, that kind of thing? That kind yeah, of Yeah, well, if, but
0: even like, because I like deleted Twitter, and then I started it under a new account. Uh-huh. where I don't like I just follow people I don't really have nobody follows yes. me cuz I don't I don't post anything mm-hmm. <laughs> except to like reply to some people sometimes but even even when people did reply it was just like ah oh, it's and then it just goes on and on and everything gets I don't know it's it gets lost and drowned I'm like I this feels weird to me I don't know <laughs>
1: I like it I I don't have a sense of community with it Like I have very few people inter- I, That interact with me But I like, I like A lot of the people I follow Who are I guess Twitter famous At the very least And they're enjoyable
0: Yeah I, I like it just for like Keeping up with projects of people I like mm-hmm. And I'll go Oh away.
1: yeah that's I mean Twitter's how I found out About the new Scott Ackerman movie Coming out soon
0: What are they re-releasing Run Ronnie Run? No No oh too bad. Uh, anyway, this week, what are we... We're doing...
1: All in the Family versus All in the Family.
0: Yeah, the new live All in the Family they just did. Uh, and the Jeffersons. Well, we, we'll do the Jeffersons on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're doing All in the Family since it came first. Debuted in 1936. That might be a little bit off. Well, oh, Somewhere around there. I don't know.
1: I like this. I like the the... Well, I guess we're gonna talk about the the sec, the the modern episode second, but I like that they did that.
0: That they uh, it's just is this fun. I ha well, I had a couple here are the two things I took away from this special. So they did a All in the Family and Jefferson's live, uh if you missed it this this past week. Uh with new cast, obviously. because uh, all the old people are dead.
1: Except one. Actually, more than one. Rob Reiner and Sally Struthers, I'm sure, are still alive.
0: Yeah. Uh, but here, these are my two takeaways from this. And
1: wait, are you talking about the the part where we're supposed to talk about second already? Yeah, I am. Okay.
0: Uh, studio audiences are terrible for sitcoms, and uh, Sherman Hemsley was more of a genius than anybody gave him credit for. <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about the original episode first. See, I it was fine. I just thought I didn't really understand the point of it other than nostalgia. I will say uh, that at, in this one, more so, in All in the Family, more so than the Jeffersons, the actors didn't push too hard to just do a... Blatant imitation of the original characters, except for—I mean, you know, Woody Harrelson played Archie Bunker. He still spoke with the Queen's accent and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, that—I think that makes sense. That's not it does necessarily make sense. exactly an, an imitation of the character. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they did. I think the Jeffersons, aside from Wanda Sykes, I think the, there was more of an imitation
0: going on there. Yeah, and he appears in this episode too, so it's—it's it's all right to talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, so there's Wanda Sykes, yes, so and and that's I mean, I was thinking like the casting was fine for the most part with everybody um i I think like if the Jeffersons, which it couldn't have been, but just like my dream version, was Sherman Hemsley and Wanda Sykes, that, oh, yeah. that would have been awesome, and uh maybe Will Ferrell as Tom, he as was well. great, yeah, but we'll talk about that next week, right, right, anyway, uh, oh so that.
1: Do you want to talk about both of them at once? I mean, it is difficult because we're talking. They did the exact same episode as as the original. They didn't change the script at all, except oddly, the original All in the Family had a stinger joke at the end at that the they end, didn't. They do. cut out. Yeah, yeah, that was that was strange.
0: Which was also like a callback to an earlier right. line yeah. in the show. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, why
1: not? It's and that the. Thematically, I think they chose this episode because it was the first episode that Sherman Hemsley ever appeared on the All in, Fam- All in the Family. The episode's called Henry's Fa- Farewell, where the the there's this in All in the Family, it's a race. The basis of the show is Archie Bunker's a racist. He has kids, he has a kid, two, a kid and uh, a son-in-law. The son-in-law's super liberal, and a wife, and they have neighbors who are black neighbors who who, who bring out his racism or you know whatever. Yeah, and for the first two or three seasons of the show uh, it was the 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 Je- it's the Jeffersons and the uncle is the the father figure in the Jeffersons household and the father is not never shows up in their house no and this is the first episode that the father shows up in real in the real life they couldn't get Sherman Hemsley to play of the part because he was in the play, and this was the first time he was available to play the part. And they kicked the uncle off the show, or the uncle got a starring role in his own sitcom that last probably six episodes, but he was off the show and never came back. And oh yeah, and, uh, he played Webster. Up, yep, a very good job playing Webster, and uh, Sherman Hemsley was in. And this is this is, was his first appearance.
0: Yeah, and uh, which yeah, so it made sense to show it on a night that you're doing the Jeffersons as well. Right, so uh, that's
1: yeah, that's what I, my point was. But that, yeah, I but, don't, I don't think this is necessarily a strong episode of the All in the Family. But I could see yeah. why they they chose to have this one juxtapose the juxtaposition of this one versus the very first episode of the Jeffersons, and that's why this was chosen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not definitely not the strongest episode of All in the Family. You did see uh, Henry the uncle um, a lot on All in the Family, as well as Lionel and uh, and Wheezy. Yeah, would show yeah. up, but mm-hmm. but yeah, this was the first time George actually made an appearance. Right. He'd only been spoken of before. Um, the, I, the, go ahead. No, go ahead. The weird thing to me was some of the, all right, first of all, all of the applause every time an actor walked out, even if they'd previously been on, had walked out before, I'm like, just calm down. <laughs>
1: This is live TV. That's the way it's going to be. They have the they have the sign and people applaud. I I don't. You get used to it. I don't. I don't know. I guess you don't. But in no, no, general, was... you gets used to it. And especially a show like this where I've heard people talk about this show and uh, like people who were there at the time. Th- this is not a juiced up crowd. This is people who are really excited and are actually laughing at the stuff. So, I whatever. No, I get it. I get that. But it also, so... That's what I'm saying. I'm I, I'm less annoyed by a show like this where it happens than one of those 80s sitcoms which wasn't, or not even 80s, uh, just a couple of years ago, like the Whitney, where the, the jokes were funny and it was pretty clearly not... It was juiced up. It was a juiced up right. crowd. The, this is
0: less irritating as a studio audience to me than, than that sort of thing, but go ahead. Uh, but another thing that, that stuck out to me was... Well, you know what? Let's let's do this original episode. We'll go to the to the new version in the second half.
1: Oh, I uh, thought we were talking about the original episode.
0: Yeah, no, it, that no, I didn't find the studio audience terribly terribly bad at at on um, this one. It was
1: oh, one. I'm um, sorry. Okay, yeah, the, yeah. We're
0: talking about the new one, I, yeah, we can talk about that
1: with that one. And that was annoying. It was just like, yeah, yeah. No, it was fine. It was, it was a here. little, it was, it was a little funny. bit too much. But yeah, in the original. Uh, it, not only was, I think it was like the, they piped the cloud, the crowd, I think the crowd noise was genuine. I don't, I don't have any doubt about that, but I think they piped up the mic a little bit more than it needed to.
0: Yes. I think that's might be what it was. Cause it was actually sounded intrusive on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, it was fine
1: here. Uh, I have, have you watched, Oh, we can talk about, let's talk. I'll, I'll ask this question
0: later. Go, go ahead. No. I, yeah. I think um, for this time, um, for the, and wait, when did all? What season was this? I can't even remember. Season four, I believe. Okay, so this was what mid seventies, I guess. Like Seventy three. Okay. Um. Yeah, the, it was. It was all very topical, although sometimes a little bit almost strident with its political. Humor, And there was, like, one joke that I didn't even get about the governors of California. Well, oh, I think the, California.
1: Joke, the joke was not was that it wasn't
0: actually the governors, it was the mayors of L.A. Oh, gotcha. But I didn't know who the second person even was, so... Uh, just the one, the guy who ran against Bradley. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit hitting you over the head, but at the same time, before this, it was... Uh, it was fucking the Beverly Hillbillies and shit. So you know,
1: oh, and also after this, it was Perfect Strangers and crap. So right, it's, exactly. It's it's kind, I mean,
0: there's nothing on now that does political humor
1: that's interesting in this way that I can think of. I mean, there's a lot of great sitcoms on now, but there's nothing that does anything anything close to political, which I think is a shame.
0: Well, I guess. Yeah. Well, and if they do, it's it's usually really lazy, like some kind of like orange skin president. Joke or something that's right, you know. Yeah, but, yeah,
1: And I think this. I mean, the maybe the it, it, I well, it definitely was strident, but it was bringing up topics that that weren't really being talked about, like women's rights and and the uh, just race relations in like in real ways. And I I I think you have to respect that. No, I do,
0: and I do respect it. It didn't. It definitely didn't like sugarcoat anything. Mm-mm. And just and watching this episode in particular, I was also struck by like just how much of an asshole Archie Bunker is to Edith, his wife.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to come up a little bit in the second half. It's kind of softened by Carol Connor. His, his like, just his acting seems like there's like goodness in his heart that you can kind of see, but it's not, it's not definitely not shown by his actions. So the, the, his actions are, are reprehensible, but, It's like, oh, maybe he's not that bad because he seems like a good guy.
0: Yes, I agree, and that brings up uh, another point with the remakes. Um, Just, just watching the originals, like, man, these these actors were really fucking good at their jobs, man. Yeah, I I mean, especially Carol O'Connor and and Sherman Hemsley. You know,
1: I thought Rob Reiner is great too. Rob Reiner was really good. Yeah, he's he's given the least amount of like tough stuff to do. It's like, but he does a good job with it. Like he has that stupid, the, that was huge in the seventies, the Groucho
0: impression. So, I mean, yeah, that was which you, it just makes you wince watching it now.
1: Yeah. But it was, it, it fit right in then.
0: Yeah. And I mean, everybody, uh, Jean Stapleton's good too. It's a very, yeah. it's an almost thankless role that mm-hmm, she has.
1: It, and it's very over the top, but, also, again, it's it grounded in, in a, a really interesting way that I I love how she, yeah, she's she's great. It's it's because it, everything about this and this is this is going to come up a lot when we talk about both remakes is, uh, everything about these characters are become parodies as the show goes on. Is this because they they did it for so long and everybody else parodies it? But when you watch like the real thing,
0: it's really fun. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, they're they're all strong but i think you know well i think on this like uh archie bunker is the most iconic for sure Mm -hmm. and and oh yeah maybe edith second and then and then meathead
1: yeah i think it'd be close between the two just because of the interaction between archie and meatheader are are more memorable than but yeah that's true definitely yeah i agree with that and this episode didn't have a lot of the like the secondary characters I thought were more enjoyable. Like the, I forget her, I forget her name, but the, the one woman who was was uh, also in Happy Days. She was always oh, good Oh, yeah, in the show. yeah. I, I think that's the, what's his name's wife, actually, the guy that was in this episode with the cake.
0: Oh, the... the uh Vorentino. Yeah, who was also doing, might as well have been doing Groucho Marx. Well, he's doing like old uh, Jewish comedian, Borscht Belt type humor.
1: Right, but it's 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 not... It's not seen as humorous by anybody. But him, right. Not well, even him. Not even. He's, <laughs> he's clear that he's not funny, but he thinks it's funny to not be funny, <laughs> which I thought was pretty effective. Like, he sings happy birthday to a 100-year-old joke. That's fun.
0: That's just stupid fun. And uh, Lionel was really good, too, I thought.
1: Yeah, and it's the... That character was, from what I remember, was written different. differently in different seasons. Like how he inter- interacted with with Archie. Like there's a, there's there's episodes where he like just plays up this stereotypical character just for
0: Archie. Like right, know. like he kind of does in this one. A little bit with his like much. little shuck and jive. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah the actor is great, and that actor also created Good Times.
0: Oh, he did. I I don't know there's why I thought creators in Good Times. Yeah. Was Norman Lear involved in Good Times? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's
1: what I, I thought I don't know if he like just executive produced or whatever, but he's he and some other dude created uh, Good Times and and normally I guess normally helped develop helped them develop it or something. Oh, that's cool. I didn't. I never knew that. Yeah, it, Saddle, he he died pretty young. The guy who played Lionel. Oh, did
0: he? Yeah. So. Wow, well, that's too bad.
1: And that his his character. It's interesting that. He was on The Jeffersons. He he was on on the family for the entire time that the Jeffersons lived in Queens in that, you know, in the show. And then he was on The Jeffersons for the first couple seasons and then he left and they
0: just replaced him. Yeah, I know. Wait, <laughs> did they replace him? They didn't replace him cuz he died. He didn't die that young.
1: No, no. Not, okay. He died in like 2006. He was like 57. So, yeah, not that young. But uh, he came back for the last couple seasons. I don't know if it was
0: contract dispute or or what it was, but it's just, it's it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's even one of the titular characters when you think about it. Um yeah, so what so what goes on in this episode? So they're having a a going away party for Henry, uh George Jefferson's brother who's who's also moving to start a dry cleaning business in I I don't don't remember where it was, like somewhere upstate, I think. Yeah, I didn't... I mean, it's not something I recognized. Where Archie told him that they're never going to accept him there. Um, and Dutchess
1: but, County, New York. Where, wherever that is.
0: Yeah, who cares? Fuck you, Dutchess County. I've never seen you on our stats. I feel safe saying that.
1: Oh, that's Poughkeepsie. That's way up there.
0: Poughkeepsie. That's not a real name.
1: He he went up there and made some big IBM money.
0: What? Is IBM stationed in Poughkeepsie? That's I
1: don't know if they still are, but they used to have a big campus there.
0: Oh, I didn't know IBM was a school. Um, so, but then George Jefferson does not want to have the going away party for his brother at his house because he doesn't want he doesn't want the races mixing in, under his right. roof. roof. <laughs>
1: they invited the bunkers, and uh, when that's the when you get to the party, it's it's a pretty small affair.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just the bunkers and the Jeffersons, and that's it. <laughs> yep, the Jeffersons minus George for most of it, right? Um, but yeah, so they end up having it at the bunker's house through a series of uh, wacky interactions, uh, and then yeah, and they had also weird they had a pie and a cake,
1: a lot of cookies,
0: a lot of cookies for like six people, <laughs> a lot of food, but then we do know Meathead is a is a when it comes to food so yes it makes sense um, but lots of yeah lots of talk about race and uh, and women's rights like you said that gets brought up uh, with Sally Struthers of course is like the mouthpiece for uh, women's suffrage and stuff because Edith is I I guess Edith probably agrees with her but she is not gonna rock the boat with Archie right ever. Yeah. For the most part, sometimes on the series she did, but
1: she puts her foot down. Yeah, and then like in this episode, she kind of tricks him to to get what she wants. Yes, which is crafty.
0: That's what that Beastie Boys song is about, Edith
1: Bunker. I'm... Have you watched the Bash Bash Brothers special on Netflix? I don't
0: even know what that is. No. Well,
1: nope. well, I guess maybe that'll be a recommendation, or maybe not. Who are it's the... a Lonely Lonely Island production?
0: Oh, are the Bash Brothers? I know it sounds like. The it's the dudes it's, uh, who used to do like prank calls or something.
1: No, no, it's the the guys who used to play for the A's in Oakland. It's Andy Samberg plays Jose Canseco, and the other Lonely Island guy plays Mark McGuire, and they just sing a bunch of songs as if they were the, those characters. And it's there's a and they have, those two 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 guys were one of the things they're well known for was was being on steroids. So there's a song that is a favorite of mine that is called. Uh, Benching bodices, babes, and bikinis. Wait, the whole thing's like a musical thing. Yeah, it's just a bunch of uh, music video rap videos.
0: Okay, That's uh, funny. Before, yeah, before like, well, I guess after Pete Rose, but before Barry Bonds, uh, wasn't Jose Canseco like the biggest dickhead in in baseball?
1: He was up there.
0: Was he a I'd... giant asshole.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what. When... <laughs> One of the one of their the, the, the one of the songs was about him being an asshole to Mark McGuire. So yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know much. I mean, about baseball or the people. Billy Martin, I know, was a that's giant before... asshole. That was seventies. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But he was also in Oakland. Funnily enough,
0: that's probably the only reason I even know about him. Um,
1: he was also in New York, so that might have gotten to you too.
0: Yeah, because didn't. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about baseball. I'm like, Look what no, you're hear, me into. No, I want to hear dude. your question. No, didn't he like? Didn't he? He was like a, a manager or something, right? Or a coach? Yes, yes. And a and didn't he work with Reggie Jackson? mm Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Reggie Jackson, not an asshole, from what I know. Really. Was he? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I I, I thought you. I thought you were telling a. Positive story, not a lack of information story.
0: No, I knew that uh, Billy Martin was supposedly an asshole to Reggie Jackson as well, but he was an asshole to everybody. Anyway, all in the family. I can hear you looking up. No, I'm looking up
1: a a specific story that that Billy Martin always told. Not, I I don't know if I, I should tell it because it's so stupid, but it's, it's one of the funniest things he used to tell an urban legend about going hunting. With Mickey Mantle, and they were hunting out at, 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 on, in country land, and somehow they they shot a cow, and uh, <laughs> or a bull, I think it was a cow or a bull because there's two two things that show up when I do a search for it. Let's say cow; uh,
0: it's funnier. <laughs> the uh,
1: I forget how it, it comes about, but they have to go to the farmer and apologize for sh- shooting it, and then. Uh, I don't know why this is funny, but it turns out that the, the farmer wanted to kill the cow. So it's okay. Oh no, I know what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> Billy Martin went to the farmer and said, if it was okay to, 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 to hunt on his land. And the farmer said, yeah, I have this, this cow I need to kill. Can you do that for me? And, and uh, Billy Martin came back and didn't tell Mickey Martin, Mickey Mantle, he was doing it on purpose. So it was, uh, lefts, lefts all around, but, the but it joke never happened. happened. Right. That's, the, the joke part's okay. I, I, it's not that funny of a joke, but I, I just like the fact that Billy Martin used to tell it on talk shows, and to anyone who would listen, and it was a an urban legend that, that almost guaranteed was not true. Yeah. That crap's coming up.
0: It's crazy that, how you could get away with lying like that back in the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that he was just name-dropping Mickey Mantle.
1: Well, they were our best drinking buddy
0: friends. I can see... Man, yeah. Mickey... Uh, goddamn. Ricky Martin, Ricky Martin, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that would be a good, I'd like to see the two of them go hunting. Billy Martin's dead, right? Yeah.
1: Gotta yeah, be. Mantle
0: is also dead. Uh, uh, Billy, yeah, Billy Martin looked rough even back in the 70s. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. Yes. Back, I don't know how we got on that thing. Oh, you talked about crafty. Because it was, it seemed like that they were, uh, they're like, Focused. Their the satire was not just that they were doing rap songs, but it seemed like they're eighties sounding. So I thought of the Beastie Boys.
0: All right. I mean, I kind of got it. You didn't need to spell it out for me in that much detail.
1: No, no. I'm just telling how I how I'm explaining to the listeners how I got to from Crafty
0: to Bash Brothers. Oh, they're aware of your goofy thought process by now. Um, yeah. I don't know what do What do you? What can we really say about this episode? I think we said mostly yeah. everything.
1: And we mentioned that fact that they oddly, the one it was that kind of amusing, the physical gag, they cut out of the live version for some reason.
0: Yeah. And since George, well, Jamie Foxx was George Jefferson on this episode, mm-hmm. um, I will say that, I mean, that was just, I, I don't know what he could have done but an imitation of George Jefferson, but it wasn't as good as Sherman Hemsley's George Jefferson.
1: Well, no, I I. I think he kind of had to do that.
0: Yes, I that's think, what I'm saying.
1: Well, a couple people have said this, and I agree. And I, I thought of the same thing. It would be interesting, and this is what they said they were doing. It'd be interesting to do something that's like this, like take the script and treat it like you know, like people doing a play again, and not do imitations. Just do take your own like thought process and create your own character, which is very hard to do. I realize with all these characters that are a part of the culture, but just create your own character out of out of. Um, out of the script. and
0: But uh, maybe he tried to do that and realized that Sherman no. Hemsley did the best version of it.
1: Yeah, well, that, well, that the thing is, we can, t- well, let's talk about Okay, this we, yeah, you want to take
0: a break and we will come back and talk about the new version. Sure. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. We had a comrade... A brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about chandeliers to commuters wearing earphones. Stop. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations, Van Dyke great greyhound racing, steeple chasing. Stoker's creation, the land of the and right back to the start. It's gonna take some time and patience, but all the best things. We're back with the 2019 version of All in the Family, same episode. And according to John, I have
1: to apologize.
0: My Billy Martin story was not good, and I
1: apologize to John and to everyone listening. Thank
0: you. It's about time. It's been seven years on this. I don't know how long we've been doing this five years.
1: Anytime someone says the phrase, it's about time. I just think immediately they're talking about time
0: travel. It's about, it's all about time.
1: And no, that all really that, that makes it so it's not about time travel anymore. It's more about one of those guys that works at the international time center in Zurich Berlin. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. It, there's only a it's couple a of them that work there. It's a small neighborhood. You can't fit many people. Um, i so I was like thinking about writing some kind of time travel thing, but then I was like, But wouldn't it isn't like alternate universes more interesting, like if you consider you know if the multiverse theory and like if there's infinite universes, why not just travel between universes and find one that's like really similar? I don't know it's just that's a how thought. some that's how some time travel works do they i'm i'm I don't know why I love time travel shit. I love it too. <laughs> and just... I don't know why it's like such a huge thing in the culture right now. Like I'm trying to figure out what that says about us, but I mean, maybe it's just cause it's fun.
1: Wait, is it like more huge now than other times? I think it's always like around a little bit, like not always, but
0: yeah, I guess it's maybe just the explosion of all the streaming services and stuff that there's more, you know, Oh, you're thinking of things like Russian doll. Yeah. Like Russian doll and you know, the timeless and,
1: um, yeah, that's true. There was, and that's that's the uh, the same thing where someone gets the idea, and e- either it's parallel thinking or someone copied it and made a similar show. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then Will from Will and Grace, his show. I can't remember what it's called right now. That was on Netflix, and
1: yeah. Oh, I thought I thought you were implying that the the reboot of Will and Grace was a time travel show, and I hadn't watched it, so I couldn't neither confirm nor deny this this fa- this claim. And I well, was excited. Well,
0: they, they did travel into the future where they're more decrepit, but other than that, I don't think that's like a. One of the tenets. That's of the true. Plot. We
1: are time traveling right now,
0: forward, slowly. Yeah, the the least the least exciting way to time travel, second by second. Um, all in the family. Woody Harrelson as Archie Bunker. Odd choice. I thought he did a pretty good job with it. He, you can't really replace Carol O'Connor, but. Like you were, like we were talking about with uh, Jamie Foxx and George Jefferson, he didn't necessarily try to. He played it as Woody Harrelson playing a character more than trying to do Archie Bunker or, right. or Carol O'Connor. I think.
1: I but I think my problem with him, and he was fine. I, he had funny parts, but I think he has this like kind of like malevolent.
0: Glow yes. To
1: him that, that kind of put a turn to the character that it was not as, not as positive. Let's put it that way. Like I was talking about Carol Connor, like underneath it all, you thought he was a good guy. Right. I wasn't so sure about Harrelson's Archie bunker. Like, no. I mean, he was funny in parts and he had, but it, it just seemed like, oh, oh, he really believes this stuff. Yeah.
0: I, I know what you're saying. Uh, and that's,
1: a, that's a testament to other roles he's done where he's been malevolent. So it's kind of, kind of bled into it.
0: Yeah. He's, he's doing his natural born killers thing here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marissa Tomei as Edith, very strange choice, but I guess. I, I thought she was awesome. No, she I was thought... good. Strange choice because the originals I thought of as so old.
1: Well, y- you know, Carol O'Connor was not as old as you think. No,
0: I know, and neither was Gene Stapleton. Right, um, right. But I still think, uh, yeah, yeah, they look so much younger in this. Yeah, it,
1: it's 70s, 50 is so much different than nowadays 50, and I don't think that's because I'm almost 50. Yeah. No, no. The image image of people has, has definitely changed. I mean Michelle Tomei is fifty four years old. I don't think Jean Stapleton when the show started was that old. But no. I I thought she was really good.
0: No, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't trying to diss her No, I at I, all. I
1: hear what you're saying. The the casting choice at first glance was like, Whoa, I don't know how well that's gonna work, but I thought yeah. she was a lot of fun. Like there's this is the one time that that I thought something in the live version was done better. I think mostly Obviously, the original is going to be better just because it came first, and they they weren't doing it live; they were doing it rehearsed, where they could redo scenes and make them yes. better. But I thought Marissa t- Tomei's take on the finish your food eating was so much eating fung- the food. Yep, that was, was so hilarious. Much funnier in that than, than uh, the original. She was she was she was very good. She's a great actress.
0: Yeah, no, that was good. That was good comedy. Um, a good comedy bit she threw in. She added something to to the scene. Right. Uh, wh- and speaking of that, when uh, George Jefferson in the original when he says um, something about a honky house or whatever and leave uh-huh. like Sherman Hemsley the what he does with his eyes made it even funnier what he had just said and right. Jamie Jamie Fox couldn't rep, didn't even try to replicate that yeah, well, on, on this but
1: and then, what I was gonna uh, we were talking about Jamie Fox and how he was basically doing imitation of Sherman Hemsley yes I think that, and that's fine but he was doing Sherman Hemsley last season of Jefferson's, he was doing like all the ticks were on him at once. Like he was doing all the, the strutting. Yeah. His strutting
0: was, was over the top,
1: which is what eventually Sherman Hemsley was doing, like eventually in the show, but he did not do it in this. Like he didn't start with that. No, he got there. So that was, that was kind of funny to see like all the head shake. He was like full on living Keller, jefferson's episode yes. which is fine it's a fine choice i'm i didn't have i mean he was funny and he was good in it but it's just a, it's just i think that also took away from it that he was doing a, a full-on like impression
0: yes i know totally um and you know how there's like
1: people talk about this all the time that eventually the impression overtakes the actual person like people think of dana carvey's johnny carson more than they think of johnny carson yeah because that's just what people think of it, and
0: then, and then when you see the actual Johnny Carson, it's like,
1: oh, he's not exactly like that, but it, it kind of gets
0: to, at, to the, at the at heart of heart it. it, yeah. Right. But I, having said that, I think Jamie Fox went too overboard with the stuff, and and yeah. Um, anyway, that's a minor quibble, yeah. So, and then Ike Barinholtz was uh was Meathead, yeah. He was fine.
1: And he was fine, but is this like? this was not an episode where he had a lot to do.
0: Nope. He and still, he didn't like... He still did the Groucho impression.
1: Well, yeah. It, it was script as written.
0: Yep. But one of the things I... All right, I already talked about the audience for this, where it was... Yeah, it was too loud. Mm-hmm. And too many applause for everything. And right. it seemed weird to me that uh, when when Gloria is making the point about how women are oppressed and like working in the kitchen and stuff, there was like mad crazy applause for it and i was thinking but that's not really nearly as relevant today like it's a, it seemed like a weird thing to get that yeah pumped yeah. up about like it's it's not really a thing anymore i get it i oh, guess you, you but...
1: think uh women are a uh, 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 totally
0: equal now and there's
1: no glass ceiling
0: that's really interesting mr mra uh the i think they they have it easier than all of us let's be honest no, I just think like no, I hear what you're the, saying. The it's... housewife uh, model that they were talking about in the original is, doesn't is really that... exist anymore. Right? Yeah. It's not not with our generation and and the younger generations anyway. Um. So it seemed weird that they were like that. They got that pumped up about it, but um. But you know, that's the audience's fault. It's not. It's not the show's fault. So.
1: But I think I part of the pumped up is just just the I. I I don't know, just talking about women's rights in general, like it's not on, necessarily the kitchen, but it's still there's Yeah, still it's fight. still a
0: subject, yeah. Yeah. I mean thank thankfully we've solved racism, so none of that stuff worked at all.
1: <laughs>
0: um oh, wait, who played do you know who the guy was who played Lionel on this? No, it's not someone I Yeah, I, I recognize. didn't recognize him either. Um and shit, now I can't did Oh, it was uh it was Anthony Anderson that played Henry.
1: Yeah, he was fine, but he didn't have the same gravitas as the, as the original. No, Henry. Although well, when it's... I watched him, I thought that, and then when I watched the the original, because I remember that Henry and I the the I think it was just the Henry in my imagination had more gravitas. He was fine. It was pretty similar, actually.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't I like it's not like a role that was that meaty. Yeah. In any case, he was just basically. That all that character could do was say his lines. He didn't, right? Yeah. Um.
1: Oh, and yeah, he uh, was—he was more acting off the everybody else. He was acting exactly. Off of he's reacting. Carol, yeah. uh, Carol Connor, and Sherman Hemsley. But yeah,
0: and Ellie Kemper as Gloria. Who? Yeah. That's another. That's that's the other trade I would make, like I would for the Jeffersons. Put her in in place of Sally Struthers. Nothing wrong with Sally Struthers. Um. But Ellie Kemper. Is awesome, and she and she really fits that role well. I think, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Did you know that she is a heiress of like this hugely rich Midwestern family? Ellie Kemper is.
0: Yeah. So she's like another Julia Louis Dreyfus. Well, I don't think she has as many Emmys, but as far as that goes, yes. No, I had no idea.
1: I just because I I saw that she was going to be in this, I was like, oh, what else? No, you know what I was surprised by because <clears throat> her she's she's not that much younger than marissa termet and i thought she was i thought she was a lot younger than she is she oh
0: she, yeah that's interesting oh i didn't know she yeah she i would have thought 20s yeah or 30s maybe 30s like 20s 30s, when she yeah. was in the office yeah exactly yeah.
1: but uh, yeah I, I like her a lot she was great in the office she was great in uh uh, Kimmy Schmidt, and she was she didn't have much to do here, but she was fine.
0: No, yeah, and unlike like when you when you compare the episodes, unlike Jamie Fox, she underplayed uh, as opposed to Sally Struthers, like.
1: Well, yeah, but she was not. Well, I guess you can't. This was not an episode, at least, where you would be doing an
0: imitation because it was just she did her own thing. Yeah, like, she did. Yeah there is well, exactly. was... what I'm saying. she t- like there was a scene in the original where Sally Struthers not here, but like she did it in this big like broad burlesque style that mm-hmm. Ellie Kemper didn't do. she right. she just did it her own way, yeah
1: yeah, but the Sally Struthers had like character like pieces of her that were like kind of you could satire, but it didn't happen in this episode like the one she cried she had like a weird way of crying. yes, but whatever. I don't. Yeah, I think Ellie the, Kemper
0: would have done that her own way as well. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think because she's yeah. a good comedic actress. She, yeah, mm-hmm. confident. Um,
1: and Wanda Sykes was good. Yes. she did her, she definitely did her own thing. She was not. She was nope. not trying to 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 imitate at all, and it was it was fine the way she did it.
0: Yeah, no, she's just naturally funny too, so mm-hmm. it's it's going to work with her. I think. Uh, um, it was nice to see the sets like. It's kind of cool that they they got the sets down so well. I I appreciate yeah. that. Um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was fine. Jamie Fox like fucked up a line which I had wondered if it was like planned because I'm cynical, I guess. I don't know if it was. I w-
1: when I watched it I thought maybe it was planned, but then someone pointed out that Wanda Sykes looked really pissed. Oh, so she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't fuck with Wanda Sykes, man.
1: And this was, this, this was directed by James Barrows, who we've talked about before, who's, like, directed every, every sitcom, every famous sitcom that went on to do anything he directed. So he must be, like, his toilet paper is just $100 bills.
0: I would hope so. That is good use of your money when you're rich. What's the point of being rich otherwise? Exactly. Can't wipe your ass with your money and just shove it in the little guy's face. And I
1: like that. I like they do these. I've never watched them, but they do the live performances of the musicals. Have you ever watched any of those?
0: No, I don't watch those.
1: I don't either. But I, I like this idea of taking like old sitcoms and recasting them and doing them again. I think it's just a fun. It's nostalgia, but it's also interesting to see how how mores have changed. Like you don't just it's it's neat and it's. So I, I would love to see them do this for something else, that, but like, let's would hope
0: ha- they don't start doing it with like different strokes and shit like that.
1: Well, that's what I was about to say. It would have to be something that has like it's worthwhile. Like, I I wouldn't mind seeing a Mary like, Mary Tyler Moore show redone with other actors, and it would all be awful because I would hate it because no one can do a Mary Tyler Moore, but I would still enjoy watching it. but not only can nobody do a Mary Tyler Moore, nobody can do a Ted Knight. No, actually, you know what? I think Ellie K- Kemper could do a Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, that's true she could yeah but, but nobody there's nobody right now that could do it tonight. the same They're, they would overact it way too much yep but i and would still love to see it i would love to see them try because let's it's, do a, it's a fun idea. yeah
0: let's do a mary tyler moore bob newhart one mm-hmm. next although who the fuck could do bob newhart
1: that's that's another one yeah
0: um <laughs> yeah no that yeah that would be fun to get some actual good sitcoms and redo them, I yeah, I have no problem with it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, these were good sitcoms. Yeah, I would, uh, I would. That's the thing; you can't take any from the anything from maybe Cheers. I was uh, thinking Cheers too, and but then I was like, is that too? But it's not too recent, really. Um, no,
1: no. Uh, I don't know what else. From, it, you can't do Seinfeld for sure. No, you can't do Seinfeld.
0: It doesn't. Even, it wouldn't make sense.
1: No, because it, it's it's all about the actors, really. It's not as much about the writing. But I think that's the important thing. You have to get shows that are well-written. Not that Seinfeld's not
0: well-written. But it's too... It, no, it's too much those people. Yeah.
1: Right. And I, 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 st- I probably would like to see it just to see how how bad it is with other actors. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, I think... And uh, apparently the ratings were really good so there's not a 100% chance that it won't happen. They uh, They might do it.
0: Well, and Cheers would be a tough casting one too, almost all around. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting if they tried that to see who they'd get. So um, I think
1: like we agree that the seventies would, uh, a really good one would, another really good one would be Mary Teller Moore and Bob Newhart. What? Yeah. Or, uh, Bob Newhart shows. Bob Newhart yeah, show. Bob, yeah. And eighties, what would be the counterpart to cheers? That's the, oh, they do. They would do mash. Eh,
0: I know. I never really cared for mash, but, yeah, they could do MASH. MASH was like 70s to 80s. That, yeah, that was a long. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know what else there is from the 80s that would be like com- comparable
0: to Cheers, though, Like in quality. Maybe Taxi. Taxi would be awesome. Although, that's another. Who are you going to get for Andy Kaufman? Who are you going to get for uh, Louis De Palma? Those are some tough roles, too. I was thinking. Even... Well, Andy
1: Kaufman's easy. He just get Jim Carrey.
0: Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Because. His... <laughs> That's his spirit animal, um I was thinking actually even new heart,
1: yeah, I mean you could do that too, yeah, that, again, how do you recreate I know, it,
0: it's hard, yeah, maybe ta- yeah taxi would be a good one, just please don't, yeah, like we were saying, don't come on, don't start doing it with welcome back Cotter and <laughs> shit like that, but uh
1: I maybe you're right about cheers and
0: and taxi being
1: too too.
0: Just so wait until everyone's cast.
1: dead. No, no. I, oh, I think... because all I... the
0: actors are still around, right? Like except for Jeff family. Conway. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P.
1: R. On the family, I like. Like we said, almost everybody's not alive except for Rob Reiner and Sally Struthers. I guess they could do it. it. Doesn't matter if they're.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it in the Jeffersons episode. But there was a surprise guest on that one who's still yeah. alive. That was pretty cool. Imagine. Which... I,
1: I will talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about. Yeah, it we'll talk
0: about later. it on that. But I was happy with that because I don't think. That that name was in the credits either. No, it was. I didn't it was notice a, it at the beginning. So
1: it was no. It was a surprise cameo. They had
0: the rumors were someone else was going to play that part, but okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're talking about all in the family. Yeah, it was it was fine. I'll well, say. How
1: about the with the what's the 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 guy from Will and Grace playing that character? I I was a little bit like I didn't know how it was going to work out, but he was it's Sean Hayes. He was yeah he was perfectly funny. It was
0: funny. It was a good role for him to play.
1: Mm-hmm. But he didn't overact like he sometimes tends to do. It was yes. Well, he overacted, but that's exactly. But what it, it worked. It.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and yeah, that was that was interesting and good. Yeah, I didn't have in in this. I don't think I had any problem with the casting.
0: No, I no me either. And I will say that uh watching it, I didn't. I laughed at Marissa Tomei's eating. I. I don't know if there was another point I actually laughed during this episode. Whereas with the Jeffersons, I laughed a lot more. Yeah. Um,
1: but like I said, this was a but the a Jeffersons was choice. more no.
0: pure comedy as well. well that's whereas true this too. is yeah yeah yeah. This is socially relevant comedy, so it's it's difficult.
1: It get, it, they get a curve, although people loved it. But yeah. But like I said, but like I said before, this was a a poor choice in that. Uh, it wasn't one of the best episodes. It just thematically fit better with these two episodes.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, not that there couldn't have been worse episodes they could have done because they're definitely. Oh yeah, some yeah. were way too serious.
1: But there's some that are much funnier than yes. Netflix.
0: Yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> Although, yeah, I don't know who would be the modern day equivalent of that. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. I I like I said I prefer the Jeffersons. But we'll talk about that Would you week. have
1: watched this if I didn't force you to?
0: No, because I wouldn't have even known about it. You're welcome. Oh. I mean, I guess if you're taking a thank you that wasn't offered, sure. Yeah, I'd take it all the time. That's what she said. Um, all right. Yeah. Re- so, we're giving this a thumbs up? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised
1: i didn't know what to to expect i just thought it was kind of a neat idea and a very unnecessary neat idea but i liked it yeah i, I would f- say like like i said if, if it would be more interesting if they treated it like a play and everyone went at their characters as if they were brand new things but that's that's literally impossible because you're just you're asking for trouble if you do that and unless you're really really good like like wanda sykes and ali Klem- kemper yes
0: well and i also think it's even if you want to do that, if you're of a certain age, you you know these shows so fucking well, right. like it's yeah. gonna bleed in somehow. And um, I
1: I I do find it interesting that they chose Woody Harrelson. It's he's someone who's who's famous from another like
0: let, let, legendary sitcom we just talked about. It's a, it's an interesting choice. It was, and like you said, I, I agree with you that he he was a little too dark in his hatefulness. Yeah. Um, he, he didn't have the, the soft squishy center that, uh, Carol O'Connor had. So it made. but I also do think he, he did a good job. I think he was a mm-hmm. a yeah. good choice for it.
1: Uh, maybe it really. That's a good thing because if you make that hate, hatefulness soft and squishy, I don't know. Maybe it's better to, to show it for what it really is in
0: this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we done. We're going to go on to, uh, Recommendations. recommendations. Man, I had to struggle, too. And it's been a long time. You'd think had of a bunch, but... Uh, no, I, but I did come up with one. What do you got? You can go first, because I have to look up my exact name, because every time I recommend this thing, I get the wrong name. Oh, you've recommended it before. To people uh, in the world. What is that? Um, Ash is purest white. I, I thought I had recommended it, but I actually had recommended it on Facebook. Um, it is... A movie by, all right, I'm gonna try to say this guy's name. No, I'm not. Anyway, it is a foreign movie, uh, a Chinese movie, and it is. We saw it in the the theater. Um, it's about like small town or small time criminal in China and his girlfriend, and then he gets sent away and she has to like fend for herself. And anyway, it's like a lot, it's kind of a, an, an epic story, but, uh, it's really, the, the lead is really does a really good job. And the movie is, is awesome. So that's it. Ash is purest white. Sounds neat. I have two Netflix
1: recommendations. One I've already talked about the unauthorized bash brothers experience. It's funny. And, uh, I, the other one is much, much better, and it's, I think, like six or seven episodes, and they're really short, like 15 minutes an episode, A sketch comedy. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson on Netflix. It is the funniest thing that I've watched in forever. It is, each sketch is good. It's Tim Robinson and, I forget the other guy, another, two, two guys, that uh, Zach Cannon, uh, they both wrote for Saturday Night Live, and Tim Robinson, more famous to me from the... The Detroiters, which was the the show with uh, where they were ad ad execs, and that was really funny, but that got canceled unfortunately. Anyway, every single sketch on this show is funnier than the rest. It's all absurd. And it's all characters. What, how he described it was their are characters that would be on Saturday Night Live, where at the end of the end of the sketch they say, "I think you should leave," and they take it past that point. And it's all like people making mistakes or doing embarrassing things and then taking it too far, like not not reali- not realizing or not. Admitting that they made a mistake and just trying to keep keep going at it, and
0: it's it's they're it's like the they story have story lo- of my life. It
1: sounds like <laughs> they have a lot of fun with language,
0: and it's it's really a great show, and you should watch it. All right, I think you should leave. Um, did you, have you seen that? Uh, it's Bruno. No, what is that? What's another Netflix show, and it's like fifteen minute episodes? It's not sketch. It's uh, I don't know. It's like it's about this dog Bruno, this guy who owns this dog Bruno and in this Brooklyn neighborhood and it's just like kinda weird comedy. It's not great, but it's it's easy to watch and like they're they're so short that it's got it's like if Spike Lee had a sense of humor. It's kinda what it reminds me of. So yeah, it's it's not a recommendation, but like if you have nothing to do can't find something to watch, you can throw that on.
1: I think Netflix comedy has been doing really well. Oh, and I guess the my two recommendations are related because Lonely Island uh, produced, I think, You Should Leave, and Akiva Schaefer directed a bunch of episodes, and as well as someone who used to do Portlandia, whose name I forget. Anyway,
0: Scorsese. Yep. Mm. Uh, well, his his next movie is a Netflix movie, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. I I Weird. just keep hearing about this new Tarantino movie, but. I've... I haven't liked anything he's done for so long. I, I don't know.
1: Well, I, I have not not seen anything he's done since the Glorious Bastards. I liked the Glorious Bastards, so I, there's, I had no reason not to see the others. I was
0: like, I don't know, three hours? No thanks. Yeah, three hours of a, a bunch of old West characters sitting in a barn or something. And saying the N-word over and over and over yes. and over again. You got to cut that out, Tarantino. Um, I, it's I, an
1: interesting topic, at least, this new movie.
0: Like the... The um set design looks really cool.
1: Oh, you've seen pictures from it?
0: Yeah. Um what was I gonna say? I didn't like uh Inglorious Bastards, so it was that was like the one for me that kind of broke the camel's back. I was like, Alright, I'm I think I'm out with this guy. Yeah, well don't bother with this one then. But it's so different that, you know, I don't know. I'm sure I'll watch it at some point.
1: Have you seen the graph of, of people that Leonardo DiCaprio has dated? No. Every single time it ends at 25.
0: Is that true? Yeah. It's uh, like a
1: sci-fi movie with the... Jesus. What was that one where It's like you're, fucking Hugh Hefner. You're being put to death if you reach a certain age. Yeah, Logan's run.
0: like that. Well, they're put to death in his heart. I guess so. Um, all right. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. It's the dot comiest.
1: Like us on Facebook. Thank you. Rate us highly on iTunes and write a review. And most importantly,
0: tell your friends because we're going to start doing episodes again. Yeah. I keep getting these, like, things from Facebook. You have six new visitors to Pop Culture Continuum. I'm like, what? But then it will, like, do it every day. You have six new... V- I'm like, I mean, that's, that's not crap. true. <laughs> what you, fuck you, Facebook. Um, Yeah. Anyway, we will be back next week with the Jeffersones. And until then... Goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye.